0: Plushcare.com slash weightloss. We have a story of malicious compliance, getting somebody an extra salary. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, don't want my help? Sure, go ahead and get yourself fired. A bit of background. A while back, when I was still in high school, I worked at the local cinema to earn a bit of pocket money and experience. I stayed a couple of years working weekends when school was in session. I think it was halfway into my second year when the target of this revenge came into the picture. We'll call him Luke. Luke was a new hire and was just learning the ropes. This was common as turnover was high since we were all students. He seemed alright at first and everyone was nice to him since we were all pretty close and knew one another from school and we welcomed him in. I don't think even a week passed before the problem started. The first issue I heard of was that Luke was trying to flirt with one of the girls thing was, this girl was already in a relationship with one of the other employees, and everyone knew this including Luke. That didn't stop him though, and eventually the girl told him to his face to cut it out. It only got worse from there. Now I do my best to see the good in people and give them the benefit of the doubt. Despite what the others were saying, I still tried to get along with him. This unfortunately changed during the first real conversation I had with him. We were on break at the same time and about 5 of us crowded into the little break room for lunch. I forget what exactly we were talking about but I remember it was an uncomfortable topic and Luke was using a lot of expletives. The break room was not soundproof and there were patrons outside, especially children. I tried to warn him about using that language so loudly and that he might get in trouble if a customer heard him. Immediately his attitude toward me changed. And he responded with something along the lines of, I can say what I want. I have the right to free speech. Don't tell me what to do. What? Sheesh, okay, chill. I was just concerned, but you do you. A few minutes later, the convo had switched to high school and Luke was raving about how Caucasians were the majority in all the high schools in our district. Now, for my high school, this isn't true, as most of the community and students attending were Latino, and made up about 70% of our student body. I told him as much. That's not the case for high school. Luke says, uh, yeah it is. White's the majority everywhere. I have a friend that goes there. I said, I actually go there. It's mostly... He says, why are you talking? I say, excuse me? He says, who invited you to this conversation? I wasn't talking to you. Who asked? Now, this irritated me. I know it's a joke about looking for who asked, but this was before that became a thing. And I found it extremely rude. But in a moment of clarity, the best comeback came to mind. Like arguing in the shower by yourself. And to this day, I could only wish to be able to recreate the moment. Smiling, I threw the words right back in his face. Free speech the others at the table were laughing as i threw away the rest of my lunch and left the break room my heart was beating too fast from the weird adrenaline rush i got and i spent the rest of my break in the back of concessions until it was time to clock back in i think that convo was what sparked luke's hatred of me ever since then he would glare at me whenever i walked by would dump the trash from his bin when we were sweeping the floors for me to pick up and generally was a jerk his behavior kept getting worse He would threaten to fight people, he was a short potato of a boy so no one was really scared, argue, say rude, passive-aggressive, or downright racist things, and was just generally a jerk. At some point, during a shift, I wasn't there. He cornered a girl that he'd been eyeing and kept verbally harassing her, to the point that she hid in the manager's office where he couldn't get to her. She was a sweet and loyal girl and a friend and she and her boyfriend could be described with the phrase, puppy love, and had been together for a long time. The boyfriend was angry when she texted the group chat about what had happened, and wanted to get Luke fired. However, people were hesitant about this, saying that managers wouldn't want to because he would claim discrimination. He was trans, and that he hadn't done anything blatantly wrong. Then another one of the employees made a suggestion. Luke was incompetent, we all knew this, why not make the managers see it too? REVENGE TIME It wasn't hard to do since Luke would tend to shoot himself in the foot. When possible, we would point him out to the managers when reviewing the cameras in the halls about him dumping his trash can when sweeping onto the ground in front of patrons. When he was cursing up a storm during break, a text would be sent, and someone would lead a manager to him to be caught. He rarely cleaned up, was rude and loud, and the incident with the girl didn't help his case. It still wasn't enough, and week after week his name was on the schedule, then my opportunity came. See, at the cinema, there's a position called Point, aka the ticket taker that lets you into the theatre area. It's the second most dreaded position, the first being self-serve cleanup, as you have to stand in place and interact with customers at a rapid-fire pace, smiling and listening for theatres to be called at the same time. When the night ends the last person on point has to close and clean the self-serve stations today to my initial dread luke and i were both on point the entire time luke would leave his station and pace the lobby toward me the back not even sweeping the ground as he went he wasn't supposed to leave point and had to walk around customers to get back to his podium to help them he was told off by a manager once or twice for this but he continued his antics anyway Then as things slowed down, one of the managers approached me and told me we were going down to one point, one person at the center rather than at both entrances, and that I would have to explain to Luke how to close point before I went back to help clean concessions. It had to be this way since I'd already taken the sanitation test, and Luke had yet to do so, and therefore wasn't allowed behind concessions. When I finished closing my point, I walked over to Luke and told him to move his podium to the center so he could take closing point. He did, though scowling at me. When he was set, I began to explain. So, you'll be closing point tonight after the last movie starts. You'll need to go to the… He says, go away. I say, what? He says, I don't need your help, so don't talk to me. I say, but I need you to teach you how to close point. He says, I don't care, shut up. I say, I know you don't like me, but this is work. You need to, he says, no, I don't want your help. Shut the heck up. I say, but, he says, freak off. Don't talk to me. At this point, I was beyond upset. I was furious. I was trying to help, even after how he had acted, how he treated everyone here. I didn't care what he said in the break room, but it shouldn't affect work. This was ridiculous. I must have snapped or something because I complied, walking away saying, fine, I don't care. Don't ever talk to me again. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Luke said, Hey, I said me waving a hand over my shoulder, don't talk to me ever again. I went behind concessions to help, where he couldn't reach me. I don't know when, but I started crying out of frustration, and one of my friends came and hugged me, bringing me to a corner to cool down. I don't get angry often, and when I do, it makes me scared. I was just sick of his antics, sick of the way he spoke to me, just sick of his attitude. I'm not sure how long I sat back there, but soon enough that same friend came and waved me to the front of concessions. I wiped my face and walked out, and he pointed to Point. There was Luke being instructed by the manager on how to close Point, and the manager did not look happy with him. Arms folded, frowning, flat tone, everything spoke of irritation. My friends said they'd already explained that Luke refused my help when the manager asked them what was going on, as Point can be seen and heard from almost the entire lobby. Seeing the scene lifted my spirits a bit, and I was able to end the night relatively easily. The next weekend when the schedule came out, I didn't even have to check my email. It was posted in the group texts, specifically the section with Luke's name. It was blacked out. If he had quit, his name would have been removed, but the fact that it was blacked out meant it was a sudden event. Luke had been fired. I'm not sure what it was they fired him for anymore, but considering we were always low on staff, and they had to worry about discrimination, I'm guessing there were enough complaints that they had to fire him. I'd like to think that last interaction I had with him was the final nail in the coffin, but I was glad to see him go more than anything. I heard he worked at a common fast food place for a while, but ended up getting McFired from there too. Good luck in life Luke, you weren't missed. I wonder how Luke would feel if they knew they left behind a legacy of knowing how lazy and how hated they were. I mean, to the point where they were probably celebrating them getting fired. Our next story is, they fire me to save money due to bad resource management. They get to pay an extra salary to me for said attitude as well. A company that recently fired me was under red numbers. It's a company overseas from my country that, being in South America, meant they have quite an interesting range of professionals with different aptitudes. Some managers, you could tell from a glance, they reached their position through sheer social manipulation rather than being knowledgeable and skillful. Company experts fruit all over the world. They messed up since they treated commercial offices like gods that, since they got the money from clients, they cannot do wrong, right? Right? Cue the container crisis. It's still up to this day, because containers get late, fruit arrives rotten, and the company starts bleeding money hard. The CEO, since he notices that their financial areas are too incompetent to understand what's going on, contracts an external company to get help. Their solution? Start firing people. Our area suffers the most, especially our office. We get fired and mostly disbanded. Since we aren't an office that directly handles money we're laid out first, they must have thought we were useless idiots. We handle documentary control and due diligence from customers. I was even one of the people that complained of the commercial office's complete lack of a plan. They put all of their sales on one customer who, when rejecting the fruit, left us then without an option of any place to sell it. They would fire people from areas they deem useless, like ours, whilst preserving the idiots that got us in this mess to begin with. Cue malicious firing. Their first mistake was that we received the news in a meeting. They must have thought that we were receiving a favor by telling us two months in advance through a team's meeting, never gotten a written letter at all. Their second mistake was how they demonstrated they cared little for the overall quality of the service offered. Their ingenious plan was to take my role and give it to the department assistant, who's paid half of my salary, and suddenly she would do my job and hers without a raise. My boss then assigned the duty of training her to me, since she couldn't bother to do things herself. What they should have seen coming was that a person with nothing to lose is not the kind of person you expect to give continuity to your important work. I never bothered to give complete training to my successor, nor did I explain about the database infrastructure I did for the company. They can barely handle Excel, by the way, much less a real working database on a server. She quit halfway when realizing that she didn't have the professional qualification and that she was being exploited. During those two months, I stood mostly quiet, biding my time. HR noticed 19 days before my last day that they would have to calculate my severance pay. They took me into a meeting and I told them I expected a written email for which I would respond according to my country's laws. They never batted an eye to what I meant. Then the crap storm started. I write back, telling them that the law in my country states that all firings must be written, and that until then, this was the first written document I ever received. The HR supervisor was indignant. To her i was nothing short of a leech that had received the company's goodwill by being told two months in advance where it should have been one and that i should have been happy i wrote to her that i didn't care the law is the law and they should abide by it she escalates to the global manager and they get ridiculed in my country we get free legal advice related to worker rights and she gets shafted in the final warning since they didn't legally give me 30 days in a written notice, they now have to pay the difference. And since we're paid bi monthly, not by hours, it's their way to try to avoid paying extra hours, they have to pay me for the full 2 weeks, not just 11 days. It's that, or lawyer up with the Ministry of Work. The extra salary covered more than half the severance pay. I heard the director of the site got so desperate with the budget, she had to remove the water machine. The cherry on top is that due to the internal dispute, I had an excuse to avoid the job that was piling up. On the system for the clients, I put all requests to be suspended until the day after I was already gone. I can only speculate as to how screwed they are with their customers. Even until my final hours, I had a mountain of work and they never bother to think that it affects their precious sales. I don't know if these people came from some kind of different background where they were selling bricks or something, but I don't understand how you can be in a business where you're selling perishable goods like fruit and use tactics that clearly just don't work with something that's going to expire in a week or two, let alone the entire mismanagement of the rest of their company. This whole place was just nosediving, and every single person that rushed to the cockpit to try to jump in to save the day just kept pushing the sticks down further. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left